his ultimate He's singing, everybody. <laughs> you all, hey, you know what? I gotta stop looking at my phone and look up at you. How about how about that? You hear me? <laughs> you know how what, Moan? Yeah, I got a confession for you today. Uh, it's Monday, DK. You missed confessions yesterday. No, nah, no, nah, mine's coming today. Okay. Oh, you Lord. know when you when you first got into the league, yeah, I was rooting for you to fail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, it was. I wanted oh. I wanted you to get pancaked every time. Oh. Yeah. DK. Didn't tell anybody that. You couldn't? No, what? but you won me over. And How? now I'm your biggest fan. I see where you're going. <laughs> I see. I was just like, hold on, hold on. You, you're a Pittsburgh writer, man. What are we talking about here, DK? What? <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what we're going to talk about. I don't know. We'll see if I like you by the time the intro is done. You know? Dog, wait a, yeah. wait a minute. I want to hit the bell, but this is news to me, man. Yeah, yeah. You know I got what? a lot to get off my chest here. I'm going to let you. All at your expense. I'm going to let you get this off then. I'm going to hit this bell in about um in, a, in about five seconds. I'm going to do a countdown just so you dislike me a little bit more. And you got to get rid of <laughs> five. You got to take the header off right there real quick. Four. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, three. Uh, uh, two. One. See, I'm rooting for this show to succeed now. Initially, yeah. I thought this show was just, you know, I, I just wanted it to fail. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, Moan, aren't there just some things you don't need to say out loud? You know what, DK? It's your it's your show. You no, no, that's fair. Yeah. You but because I think it's fair for us to have contrasting sides on this and DK. All right. And that's I cool. love to hear yours. And by the way, friendly reminder that we do have a dollar bet on the season. Uh, just got to continue to throw that out there too, DK. A membership costs even less than that. You actually get a penny back. <laughs> we got this big jar of pennies. You get a penny back, man. DK, I'm here for this, man. Let right. me know your honesty on this because this, I'm you sure. First. You first, your show. All right, I'm going to be honest with you guys too. As a, and I saw somebody say this, competitor, as somebody that always wants their worth known and showed, I get it. Being today, and I sent this to DK, and of course, everybody's been trading this article. Do we need to reference that first for the folks who don't know? Well, plain and simple, Ben had uh, Ben had Kenny Pickett on his show and told him something that, by the way, he has said publicly before. He did. I don't know why it all of a sudden blew up today. Maybe it's because he said it to Kenny, but... He just confessed that early on in in Kenny's tenure that there was a part of him that was rooting against him because, you know, he was the guy who's following Ben. And, you know, Ben had just gotten done playing, and I guess there's a human instinct to not want to be instantly forgotten. So that was that, you know. It and then, was. Oh, no, it wasn't that. Then he it told Kenny that. how much he loves him and, and he's supporting him and, and believes that he's the future of the franchise and everything else. Yeah, it's, it's it's a real transparent statement. Conversation by those two guys. And this is the part that kind of gets me. Like, we talked about this about a month or two ago with, with Seven, right? With Ben. Ben doesn't get the praise, doesn't get the, 
the uh, benefit of the doubt at all. And at the end of this, he's like, I'm, I, and I'll be super transparent. And he said, I'm going to get blasted for this. And then he proceeded to tell him, like, I probably shouldn't say this, but I mean, who cares? If this? I wouldn't say I wanted Kenny to necessarily fail. But when someone comes in to replace you and you're like, I still feel like I had it, I hope he doesn't come in and ball out. Mic drop. Mic drop, DK. Yeah. I mean, it's a mic drop and a half. Uh, at least anybody who didn't hear Ben say it before. But So I, let me give you – let me give mine. Let me give mine, DK. And I've alluded to it just slightly on this show numerous times before we went every day, and I've said it in retirement too. When I was out of games, there is a fear of missing out. FOMO is what people call it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nobody, and and this chases us all in sports, right? Getting Mm -hmm. Wally pipped. Why do we talk about Wally pipped, right? Huh, DK? Yeah, that's your worst case scenario. You get hurt, you can't do anything about it, and there it goes. And that's the end of your career, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that, and that chases most athletes when it comes down to their validation on the team. Man, are they going to miss me? Man, are they going to have a better game for me? Are they going to break a rushing record when I'm out? That was one of my things. Are they going to win big if I'm not in the game? Like, I want us to win, but I need the guy in front of me to kind of not have the greatest game because I need them to want me out there. I need my guys to not be out there dapping him up and saying, hey, yeah, we miss you. I know Pounce went through that type of stuff, although he knew he was secure. I went through that type of stuff. I've seen guys that got injured for the season and see the new dude come in and you be like, man, they got a whole lot of bonding with this fella. What about me? Like, that's why I will say this. Coach Tomlin and them do a really good job of making guys come back into the building if they have those types of 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 injuries to where they can be there in meetings. You know what I'm saying? And I sometimes do. you do have to get away. But I will say this. I've said this. The guy in front of me that was replacing me in games, game to game, if I missed him, I want you to do all right for the sake of your career. But I don't want you to crush it. I don't want you to be the talk of the conversation, talk of the town. And yeah. I even said this too with the number two DK. I'm gonna get there. I even said this with the number. I'm okay with a defensive guy getting my number after I'm done because in my mind, even if it's not true, in my mind I was thinking, at least they didn't give it to an offensive lineman. Now there's a gap between the defensive lineman that had my number and now Isaac Samalo. I'm okay with it now. And you know what? In the grand scheme of things, it don't mean nothing, but it does in that human element of don't forget about me. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's nothing that you say that I actually could disagree with because okay. you've been in the position. I haven't. That's fair. Okay. So that set, I, I'm going to set all of that aside and say that the difference, the glaring difference there, at least to the first part that you mentioned, yeah, is that, you know, Ben's retired. Yeah. So Ben's not losing his job to anybody. Ben was a starter from, the day he took the ball from Tommy Maddox to to the to the day that he was you know uh, running out of the run down a tunnel in Baltimore, okay, yeah. well, actually the, the the playoff game, January twenty twenty two, right? Yeah. So he was a starter the whole way. He was never threatened in that capacity in one in one way or another. Um, Al says I'm good with. It. I, I really find it to be a non issue and non news. Don't say that. When everybody's talking about it, don't say it's a non-issue. It's a a light issue here. If it's what happens, what happens, Al? Okay, I'm going to throw you on the couch here. Okay, Okay. what happens, Al, is that 
it's a subject that makes you uncomfortable. So what you wish is that you wish it would just go away. Therefore, wow. you declare it non-news. It, it's ridiculous to call it non-news. Right. Okay? The previous franchise quarterback just sat there at a desk and said that to the current franchise quarterback. Right. That is absolutely news. My issue with it, my, my issue with Ben, okay. Come this on requires, with it. This requires some context. Okay. okay. We've seen Ben grow up. Yeah. You and I have given Ben immense credit for yeah. growing up. Yeah. Okay. Both of us in, in the best possible spirit. Okay. And what the problem that I have here is that this felt like a lapse to me. To the you don't have to say everything. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. If we all you seen Jim Carrey's liar liar, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, when he, yeah. you know, you don't say everything, you'll get thrown in jail. That's okay? fair. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's things that go through all of our minds every single day mm -hmm. that we don't say. Just, yes. Just, for, for a lot of very obvious reasons. Okay. <sighs> and this just felt like you've got him on the show. And this felt more like it was about Ben than it was about the guest on the show you know mm -hmm. and and that's i guess maybe i'm looking at it more from the reporter standpoint or the person who's done tv radio and whatever podcasting and videos and everything yeah. else here something i've got this guy on my show the last thing i'm going to do is put him on the spot with something that's 100 about me right does okay. that make sense it does that, that that makes perfect sense. Uh, but this is what I've learned even in doing this with you guys. All of you who are in here right now, by the way, hit that like button, subscribe, get a membership if you're feeling froggy today, man, whatever it takes, 99 cents. We're here for this. I'll say this, DK, and doing this show daily for me, it has become a sense of, of with some of the topics we talk about, it's almost therapy. I'm not going to argue that. It's almost there. You've come in here and said. I have come in in some bad moods and left in some good moods. You feel me? <laughs> yes. and, and when guys talk and they get that feeling of being unlocked, right? Like, that's one thing I've seen with former athletes talking to other former athletes or people they trust. You can get them to breathe a little bit. Then they start talking like them and start saying some stuff. It's like, oh, I didn't know you were going to tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'll say this. I think Ben felt comfortable enough and probably is in a better space to be able to say that too. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, that wasn't about you. <laughs> it wasn't about you right now. But to be comfortable enough to tell that guy, like, I did used to feel this way. But now, man, I'm rooting like hell for you. Like, I'm here to watch you grow. Like, Whatever you want to do, do that. And maybe it was conversation with his wife, like watching his kids, realizing that, man, that was just football. That ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Like Pittsburgh didn't, that's not who I am. Like I'm a dad now. I'm a father now. Like I'm a regular old Joe now. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think being able to do that probably is the reason he said it. Like, guys do grow in retirement. To me, I think that makes for a better retired person when they can say those transparent things like that in retirement, DK. Like, it makes them a better citizen being able to say that. I don't think nobody wants anybody to walk in crushing all their records like day one. Yeah, no, nobody does. And, again, I, I'm 
look, as a reporter, we're always appreciating honesty. I know. Okay. And if I'm asking, if I'm interviewing Ben and he gives me that, I am dancing on air walking out of that room. I am the happiest reporter on earth because I'm the one that's going to have this great big exclusive and everything else here. So I'm not being a hypocrite about that component to it. I'm yeah. saying that in this environment, you bring him on as your guest. Yeah. And then you drop that on him. I, I, I just. You, I'm, I'm on the other side of the train. I hear you. On this I hear you. And, and not even because it's him. Like, I've seen other guys kind of say stuff like that, too, or had conversations. Like, I'm going to be real. There's some guys I know that went on injury reserve and was just like, man, how y'all like? And I was like, you know what? It ain't you. You know what I'm saying? Like, offensive and defensive players, and you ought to see that smirker in their face be like, yeah, I still have value. Like, they still love and enjoy me. Like, it, DK, it, it really is in a sport, okay, a business. Let's call it a business now. The NFL in a business where you have a short career in the business where you're a number, literally, figuratively, from one year to the next, depending on if you make the team to where you don't have guaranteed contracts. Like, yeah, you make a whole lot of money, but like the idea that you break down, your body's thrown on the line. And then a year after you, when you're done, your number's gone. Like there is a bunch of ego and a sense of just, validation that you're always seeking i think inside of the nfl almost more than other sports now baseball may be different hockey may be different i know basketball probably don't feel this way because it's smaller numbers and if you're in you're in for a long time football is such a churn over type of sport and business that those selfish anecdotes kind of come out a little bit dk yeah I get that. And I, I think in a, in a locker room setting, I think it would have been the greatest, healthiest, most cathartic conversation to have. I'm just going to get back to this podcast thing. You bring the, you bring him in. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kenny, you want to come on my show so I can have a cathartic experience? Something I need to do some soul cleansing. You want to come on in here and be my guest so that I can do that? You know, the, here's the thing. Okay, I'm here if for you it. Watched, if you watch the whole show, yeah. Really, really good football stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, to me, it was like the stuff that, that when he asked Kenny, you know, what do you do when you're, uh, you know, fourth down, down at the goal line, whatever, you know, what what is it that you want to, you know, what is it that you want to do? And Kenny said, just you know, let me move with it. Let me <laughs> move. I'll get it in. Yeah, okay? that is really, really good stuff. Yeah, it is. You know, and and that's just that's that's what I'm thinking. You know, it, yeah. it's look, this is. Here's the one thing we know that it's not. It's not non-news. No, it's not. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's not. most definitely not non-news. We're going to take our little break here. And we when are. we come back, we're going to have the, we're not shutting off the conversation by no. the rest of this is run by you guys. Okay. Uh, and by the way, this non-news thing is, is, is blowing up our <laughs> comments. <laughs> yes, um, it is. When we come back, it'll be the only segment that matters. And that's all of Hey Mo. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. 
it's so funny. <laughs> Tomorrow's OTAs, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we're gonna get we're gonna get after the practice our first access to you know to Kenny and to, to other guys in a while. And what are we gonna be talking about? I mean, you, you can't it, it's now the elephant in the room, you know. It is, but to an to an extent, it's not it's not a no. It is no, it is no one hundred percent. It is Kenny's main conversation from everybody that can talk to him tomorrow will be about this. And I think the fact they were still able to sit down and talk about it, DK, I think it was good. I I didn't think it was disrespectful. Like I just thought you had a guy that was an older guy, and honestly, just maybe a warning to Kenny, like down the line, when it's your turn to pass the baton over if he gets to that point, like. <laughs> Ben, to me, seems like an asset to a guy like Kenny moving forward. Because Pittsburgh is a hard city. Pittsburgh is a demanding city when it comes down to their sports, right? Mm -hmm. And having a guy that's gone through every little hoop and ups and down and insides out of the business, like, I I think it's fair to be on his side and um, be able to have those hard conversations, too. Like, it it can be uncomfortable, but if you're right-minded, like, it was all right to me. I hear you. I, I'm. I'm. I, like I said, I'm from from your standpoint. From yeah. the standpoint of a of an 11 year teammate and everything else, I am in zero position mm-hmm. to, to argue with you. I I know my place here. Ryan Lytle says, "Hey Moan, did you ever take criticism from other linemen or players personally, or feel that it wasn't warranted?" That obviously has nothing to do with the Ben thing. Did you ever take like get criticized by you know whether it was Marquise or Dave or or, or earlier in your career, Willie? You know what? Uh, never as a pro, because there's wow. a different respect as a pro. I had a really? guy actually come up to me and pro, uh, uh, apologize to me. It was in college. In college, uh, it was an older dude. Probably a, I didn't even play with him. He was in the league at this time, and as of recently, man, uh, he came up to me when I was in Knoxville, and he said. Man, I need to apologize to you. I was like, for what? You always been dope to me. Like, you've been cool. He said, man, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't know what you was going to be or how you was going to play or what y'all was going to be like at a team. He's like, but y'all held it down. Y'all won. Y'all kept this legacy going. It's like, and truth be told, you had one hell of an NFL career, man. He's like, I didn't know what I didn't know at the time. And I had that conversation because that was like a national championship regime before me. And we didn't win the national championship. So, of course, their echelon of what they were, like, was way different than how they judged us and what we looked like. And he came up and actually apologized and was like, man, I was wrong. He's like, you absolutely killed it. And didn't even play mm. my position. He didn't even play O-line. That's so, really yeah, I, cool. I have had that happen before. And it didn't. At the time, I was like, dog, I don't blame you. I get it. We weren't like y'all. We didn't win that national championship. And, you know, like our coach got fired in college and stuff like that my senior year. So I get that, dog. I was like, I appreciate you telling me that. Uh, Anytime I've ever taken something personal like that or somebody go at you in that type of sense, was maybe a coach. That was the only time I ever took something personal was from a coach that had something to say like that. Austin Tardiff comes in and says, could Corey Trice Jr. make the switch to coverage linebacker? For anybody who doesn't know, Corey Trice Jr. is the seventh round pick. He's a corner, a corner, a six foot three corner. Yeah. Out of Purdue, who really shouldn't have fallen the way he did. He has some uh, both ankle and knee injuries in college, actually in high school as well, that put up some red flags on him. Could he make the switch to coverage linebacker? Moan, I can tell you this from having met the young man at rookie yeah. camp a couple of weeks ago. 
No. He'd have to eat a lot of cheeseburgers, man. I mean, I mean, that's not to say that he can't bring somebody down on a on a tackle or anything else here, but uh, that would be a project to do that. Uh, don't yeah. just presume because he's 6'3 that he can play linebacker. That's what I was just going to say. Sometimes those dudes play those positions because, one, they're athletic enough to do that, and not everybody want to convert a position, especially going from the secondary to a very physical linebacking position. I'm not sure if it was many. Uh, Marcus Allen, even him. Like, he did it, but I don't really think Marcus Allen was a willing participant to play inside of the box for this Steelers defense, DK. Like, right. it sounds good, but I personally don't think it's a it's an, it's an a serious conversation when you're having a guy switch a position immediately like that. Like, they need to have some college experience doing that because as a pro, we will eat that dude up. Put him in a box if you want to. <laughs> Mark Lancaster asks, hey, Moan, have you ever thought about hooking up with Uncle Mike on the scouting side of football? Your ability to break down talent on both sides of the ball is pretty good. Uh, man, it's from years of playing ball. Uh, being able to hook up with somebody to break it down like that, they probably get tired of me because I'm going to rewind the film 50 million times and look at this guy, that guy, what they should be doing. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm here with you guys, Mark. Like, let me do this with y'all, and we'll break down games and uh, OTA practices. Who's Uncle Mike? Uh, I'm guessing Uncle Ike Taylor. I think he retyped oh, it and said type. Okay, yeah, here it yeah. is right here, DK. I, sh- I should have figured that out here. Ike. Uncle Ike, yeah. Ike Taylor, yeah. Uh, all I'll say is that between uh, Ike Taylor and Merrill Hodge, both of whom are now in the Steelers' employ as scouts, uh, I I want to stress on their behalf and on, on behalf of that entire profession that there's a lot that goes into scouting, okay? Yeah. Respectfully moan that goes way beyond playing. The amount of uh, studying that they have to do on tendencies, on trends, uh, the mm-hmm. amount of footage that has to be watched. Whereas when you guys are playing, yeah. what, foot- what footage are you studying? Us. It's your, it's your, 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 yeah, yourself, how you're <laughs> yeah. doing, and your opponent and for that week. Opponent. Yep, absolutely. Scouting is another level entirely of doing it that. Is. Sticky B says, hey, Moan, how long does a draft chip stay with a player? I feel like Porter and Trice are both coming in with one, and I'm just curious how long that fuels the fire. Sticky B, you've come to the right person for this one. <laughs> uh, for the longevity of your career, Sticky B, it really ain't no other way around it, man. Like, no matter how much you get paid, how long you play, you never forget that sting of not going where you're supposed to go or the respect you think you're due at all times. The moment a player loses, that is the moment it's time to retire or Father Time just gets you. It kept DK. I'll tell you how later in my career was I talking about beating off young guys or this dude on my heels and stuff like that. And still, truthfully, <laughs> still. they weren't. Heck, we just talked about that with the Ben conversation, right? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. It, it it never really leaves you that chip, man. If you are a very talented dude and can uh, can carry that without going too insane, you'll be you'll be good to go as a pro. No, there's. Uh... It, it's it's something that um, I, I loved. I, I've actually shared this story with Moan. I'm going to share it with you. It's the most emotional I've ever seen anybody on this subject. When Patrick Hornquist of the Penguins, and Moan's heard this story. Yeah, I have. Uh, he, was, he was the dead last pick in the NHL draft by the Nashville Predators. And he scores the Stanley Cup winning goal for the Penguins in 2017 in the final two minutes, yeah. like one of the great moments in Pittsburgh sports history. And he's... He's standing off to the side afterward on the ice of celebration, him and his family, and I walk up to them, and he's still looking up at the rafters. And I say, what are you doing, Horny? What are you doing? 
<laughs> and he said, this, this was where nobody believed in me. This building right here. This was yeah. where nobody. And I'm thinking, dude, it's been years. You just won the cup. Let it go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Don't matter, do it, DK. It don't matter. Like, I'll say this as far as uh, JPJ goes, right? If that's his nickname, mm-hmm. we're going to give him JPJ. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at that conversation his pops had with him on that draft night when he wasn't selected in the first round. That speech is going to carry with him. Yes, it will. Do you, like, if you wonder. The first thing that Joey Sr. thought of. <laughs> the first thing he's, he's, oh, good. Here, you've got fuel. Good. Good. Now you got fuel. I love it. Jacob says, do you think that Ben is truly a fan of Kenny? I'd like to think he meant it, but I still wonder if he would drop some wisdom if Kenny needed it for the sake of the black and gold. Yeah, I think he truly is. You can't be, you can't have that type of conversation with somebody and not be a fan of theirs now. Like uh, people that do that, like it would have been very condescending more than anything. I think Ben exposing himself to him as far as those those statements, uh, you become a fan of a dude in that situation. You, you, a person with spite can't say that. They're still they're not at a place of saying that. Yeah, I, I I don't see. I mean, certainly not publicly. Ben can't go back on, you know, all the stuff that no. all the stuff that he said. Um, I saw that. I, I, let me go back to that. I mean, you which still one? have it. Uh, ben was cheering against. It. I, I actually start that one to address it too. Uh, that, from I found Boomer, it. I found it. it's right here from. Boomer. Yeah. From Ultimately, Boomer. Ben was cheering against the Steelers. His comment just seemed a little bit selfish slash immature. Nah. I don't think you can cheer against the team. I've never, even if I knew that the Steelers were up against it, going to lose a game, I never cheered against them. Uh, Again, Ben was talking about the person and I guess the legacy of his, right? Not necessarily just wanting the team to lose. Like, you can want the team to win and Kenny only have 100 yards passing, get sacked three times, and, and fumble the ball once. You see what I'm saying? Like, it it wasn't necessarily a I want the Steelers to lose. It was a don't forget about me. Y'all let me know if I sound like I'm making an excuse for him, but I, because I feel you're still blocking for Ben is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not DK. Like I legitimately he's, he's still got his blind side on over there. Left guard. <laughs> it's such a fair. It's such a fair thing to say. I it, I think it's a fair thing to think. I think I think I've seen a bunch of people here. Uh, in in comments saying yeah. repeatedly that well you know he's just saying the truth it's just, I'm gonna say it again here okay I, and I could give some ugly examples here I'm okay sure. I'm you sure. know but when you're walking down the street and you see somebody who's attractive do you stop and tell them why you find them attractive that's <laughs> true so let me let me pull this one up Mo Kenny is still a lol boomer I'm gonna sit back on this one DK and talk for a minute okay just for like ten seconds boomer. Don't sit on here on this app, okay, and act like you don't yell at the TV and say, he's a bomb. Replace him. <laughs> he sucks. Guess what? That guy you say is a bomb and suck. He's a stiller too, okay? Don't even mm-hmm. act higher than, higher than thou right now, man. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, here, Ash says, that's not the same, DK. It is. You're on the <laughs> show with the guy. You don't have to say everything that you're thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. it absolutely is the same here. Uh, Hodge says, Chase is, what is this all about? He wants party music, party, party, party. Oh, during practice. Well, he's no longer a stiller right now. So, yeah. Why do we care about Chase yeah. Claypool now? 
He got you uh, Joey Porter Jr. He did get you JPJ. Is that what we're going with now, JPJ? I feel like it's sounds starting to like, catch with me. Like, it sounds like you are, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. It's, it's sticking with me, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I can do all that here. Oh, Anthony. Oh, Andrew Geese. Yeah, thanks. Three, three, three chefs. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Moan, at the get-go cafe and market, quality is at the core of every menu item. I believe I've shared this with you once or twice before. They have three expert chefs, as Andrew points out. And they fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, there here, now. Tristan, we Tristan says, uh, DK, I don't tell everybody who's attractive that I think that they are. Well, this is a good thing for you, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> this this <laughs> will probably save you a lot of slaps and so forth. <laughs> But yeah. there are moments oh, where right. I absolutely tell them that I think that they're attractive. Yeah. Dude. Okay. <laughs> what, what we got? What we got, DK? Where are you headed, man? No, I mean, I just, I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. you could just randomly walk down the street yeah. and, and say whatever here. Brian says, okay, are you rooting for Matt Canada to do well? <laughs> I'm a reporter. I don't root in one direction or the other. This one, That was an easy one here. <laughs> you report. I, I do got to go to this and say, well, we'll, we'll talk about ours, man. Michael Martin bring up a good point. I, this is what you're saying, right, DK? Mm-hmm. This is yeah, where absolutely. you have been at. Absolutely. Michael Martin says he doesn't come with a hey moan, but he comes with a – I do think it sucks that out of two hours of good content and laughs, people found one sentence to interpret in the negative light and just blow that up. That's fair. Yep. Great conversation between two franchise quarterbacks right now. And I'll say this to DK, you know how seven is when it comes to young quarterbacks. The fact that Ben is even having that conversation. Yes. Boy, am I glad this came up. Go you're, ahead. Well, you're not the only one to make reference to Mason Rudolph, which I think you just kind of did. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because you saw the relationship between the two of them, such as it was. Okay, And I think we can agree here without put, spilling all the beans that that wasn't really a Mason thing. Okay? Right. I mean, right. Mason is Mason with everybody. Okay, yeah. So what did Mason do wrong? Mason got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, that was Mason's crime against yeah. humanity here. Uh, Mason's a pretty agreeable young man. So I, I feel like this whole thing kind of shows you and explains to anybody who didn't understand yeah. the Mason thing. It makes it a little bit clearer. He, ben, ben has to be the guy. Yes, 100%. But this also, I'll say this in Mason's defense about all of that. Mason was also at a disadvantage on getting drafted too. Okay. By, like, the conversation around Mason from the time that he got drafted was we had a first-round pick or grade on Mason Rudolph. Mason, of course, got snake-bitten because of the conversation around where he was selected and what the Steelers draft room thought about him, right? Right. And Ben took that probably as as whatever you want to call it and said, oh. Most quarterbacks do, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this is not something that's handled well. Aaron Rodgers handled it worse than anybody. I know. I mean, before him, uh, yeah. Brett Favre did, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, it's a Green Bay lineage of this sort of like, thing. Le- yeah. Legitimately. Oh, y'all picked this fool in front of me? Really? I mean, you, to, to you replace me? come in and beat me? Is that what you think? Is that you what think you I'm think? Done? So, yeah. of course, even like guys, like athletes are weird, especially pro ones, the ones that take it serious, even your street ballers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they look at a tiger. Look at Tiger Woods' mindset with folks. 
he just stare at them and they crumble, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how you wired at a time. And I really, I, I'd love to see those two kind of get together, Mason and Ben, and do something. Now he's back in Pittsburgh too, because I think it's okay to kind of hash out. And, and that honestly, DK would be good explanation. That'd be good content right there. Mm-hmm. Chandler Chase points out here. Uh, hey, Moan, we seems like we got another great wide receiver this offseason under everybody's radar with Hakeem Butler. I will say that the Hakeem Butler highlights are, are through the roof. They really the are. Yeah, uh, USFL, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. USFL. Now, I understand uh, what the competition is, but I also understand it's still one human and one football. You know? Yeah. Uh, but exactly. And I'll say this, if you're going to get players from the USFL or XFL also, then they need to be doing what Hakeem Butler doing. And that's putting everybody on display. He did that. You get an opportunity. And Omar said they were going to explore those types of things. Right. DK, like Mm -hmm. that is essentially the secondary league to the NFL. So there it is. I want to just start that one. And I saw James Lewis say that one too, DK. Dobbs not better than Mason. And so then we have that comment right there. And was it that Ben wasn't threatened by Dobbs because ben didn't, he didn't hate think Dobbs, Dobbs was good enough? Yeah, Dobbs was better than Mason. Period. Well, Dobbs also walked in playing a role too. He came in peacefully. Mason came in to start. <laughs> to start, which and is what you're supposed to do, especially as a second rounder. Yeah. Well, he was third, but yeah, third. I mean, he, yeah, but he was. You know, that's still. You know, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, that'll be fascinating. James Lawson, we do need that Mason story. That was a big conversation in the city of Pittsburgh and through Steeler Nation. That being and uh, that being and Mason storyline, I think is Mason is y'all. <laughs> I hate that Masons hate it like that. I do. One, he was my locker mate, so yeah, I'm naturally yeah. I'm gonna take up for him. Mason is a phenomenal dude. Like we're not even talking about football player. He's a solid friggin' dude, man. I just got to drop that because I don't. I, I think that's unfair because of how it was depicted in the media. Let's see what else we got here today. <laughs> here, his podcast suggests that you 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 don't want him to just be quiet and be quiet. Like that's that's not it. Everybody yeah, has see, this own. one says here. This is just another Pittsburgh sports hack media manufactured story. How does this happen, Moan? Who, what media people were in that room with Ben when they recorded? Nobody. What media person asked the question to get – this is insanity. When you listen to this show, first of all, if you watch the social media reaction to it, okay, it didn't get started by media. The first no. people to pick up on it were bloggers and others no. on social. Okay, That's it. Because they're Fans of it. They, right, yes. They're the fastest. They're watching it. Trust me when I tell you, reporters aren't sitting there going, boy, I wonder what they're going to say today. We actually have work to do, okay? So nobody's going to – somebody's going to sit there and go – you know, the media doesn't do anything with this other than react to the reaction. And the reaction was on you, okay? Which is – there's nothing wrong with it. It's a story. Stop pretending it's not a story. That's so bizarre. Media folks watch podcasts too. No, we actually – don't do that. A lot of the work going on, man. Yeah, we're there's there's bloggers and so bloggers forth to do, do that stuff. And if somebody's going to, you think I'm going to waste two hours of my day with all due respect watching other people's podcasts? No, man, I got yeah. work to do. I was at a ball game yesterday. Yeah, there are two different sides. Like everybody with a website, 
I consider y'all hear me joke about this, but DK is a big J journalist. There is actual work that he does to get information to us. Me personally, I'm a small J journalist, okay? I watch podcasts. I listen to stuff like that. I'm glad y'all follow us. There is a separation of the two right there. I do have to back you up on that one, DK. Now, I thought the most interesting thing that that came up from the show uh, was was by far was Kenny's talking about the little hands thing. <laughs> you know, the, the teams actually crossed completely crossed yeah. him off their list because he oh, didn't have nine inch hands i hope he beats them all uh that's stunning to me i mean i know that there are teams that have hard lines well, on they certain do positions but my goodness really they do dk and that's trash by them i hope they all lose <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope they all lose the to, to kenny yeah uh, uh, this is a good time excuse me hiccups Oh man, you growing? To still? remind everybody that, that you can here, you read it so I can get rid of my hiccups. I mean, to get to, to unlock the emojis, okay. Uh, and if you don't know what they are, if you become a member and pay the ninety nine cent a month, that's less than a dollar. Yes, that's one cent, but it still is okay. Uh, you get an opportunity to get these emojis that I'm gonna post. You get perks as far as being a member, and honestly, you get to sit at the uncle table. You feel me? Or you 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 get away from the bad uncle table. You get to come over there and fix a plate and get a drink and have a good time with us. That's what we're telling you, right, DK? Absolutely. Click that Absolutely. link on the screen right now. Yeah, it's it's dkps.net slash join. We've made it easier than ever uh, to do this. Uh, we're going to take a couple more today here. See what else we got here, Moan. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's one. I've been saving this one for you. I own Infinite says, hey, Moan, do you think Chooksakorafor will be the weakest link now on our offensive line. Mm. Nah. Nah. Who, whoever's at left, whether that be Broderick or whether that be Dan Moore, either one. Just because if it's Dan Moore, I'm not putting Dan Moore over Chooks athletically and professionally. And if it's, <laughs> if it's Broderick Jones, then he's a rookie. He's a rookie. Nah, Chooks being a weak link, it doesn't cross my mind when it comes down to his play. Uh, I got to go back and look at his stat line and see what his penalties and pressures and stuff like that was as far as Chooks went. Yeah, Chooks, I mean, Chooks will have his occasional lapses. He'll have some that are just doozies, and they'll really stand out in your mind when they happen. The other thing that Chooks has going against him as far as the public is concerned, he's been here the longest. You know how that goes. You okay. know how that goes, so right? You you recall somewhere in your C drive up there that I'm you on. yelled at Chooks once or twice. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. Chooks, Chooks is bad. Chooks, right, exactly. I got a good one for us, DK. This is All a right. good one, man. It's from uh, Tyler. I don't even want to say the long name. I don't even want to say the last name because I don't know what it's supposed to mean, DK. But he comes with emojis and everything. He goes, let me back up. Hey, Mo. <laughs> the Swiss helps. Love that, man. <laughs> What is the one thing you cherish most about training camp in Latrobe? Beautiful question. He's got the hey moan um, emoji, man. The um, the pure football side of camp, period. I hated the physicality side of it, but to do football and meetings and be around your teammates and just having a good time with them, DK, mm-hmm. nothing better. It's pure football. Being able to w- look out at you guys being at the field and be like, man, I got to go put in work today. Hate it. I'm going to be honest. Hate it because nobody likes practice. But knowing at the end of the day, you're building something up. And I'll probably say this. 
after like week three there, you start to see a little bit of the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's when it really gets fun, when those preseason games start to kick in. You know what I mean by that, because I saw you smirk right there, DK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But after that third week, things start to kind of open up a little bit. Yeah, the whole every day is Tuesday thing. Uh, I can tell it starts really wearing on you guys. Uh, I, my fa- my favorite thing at, in Latrobe, and this actually no longer applies post pandemic, was they used to have us park at the very top of the hill. You know where you yeah. guys would drive down. Uh huh. Well, we don't do that now. We park now down by the Mister Rogers Center. Okay. You know, that's down yeah, the, lower the, the level. roundabout down there. Mm-hmm, exactly. But we used yeah. to park way up top. So when we would we would actually have to go down that hill to make yeah. our entrance to the. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a sight! Yeah, I mean the scenery, the everything is just there's nothing like it, Mona. Right at the beginning of camp, uh, you're just you're reminded of everything that's beautiful about football in, yeah. a, in a single fell swoop. Here, Jeff says, "Hey, Moan, can you tell based on off season programs how quickly the offensive line is going to gel?" Huh? That's interesting. If you were here at OTAs tomorrow, yeah. Would you be able to look? I mean, they're not going to be able to gel tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, nah, not tomorrow. This is like <laughs> – These are the glorified one thing. walkthroughs. They, they, yeah. Well, you say that except for the O-line and D-line. Within yeah, yeah, reason. Right. Let me protect the Steelers here by saying within reason. There is a lot of pushing and shoving and attitude still that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. If there is a particular guy that wears number 97 that's still out there giving out work, okay, <laughs> and he pushes Isaac or he pushes Masons a little bit too far, the young guy. Decide that he want to get his rocks off against a vet or something like that, and you see that group kind of swell up together. That's when you know you own to something. Those little skits, scattish fights that you have in OTAs, they happen every once in a while. That's that's when you know. Now, uh, and then of course how how tight they are together. Like watching them when they're not working the special teams on the field is every single one of them in a group with one another on the knee. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, and how they and how they also uh, how they work with the young man, uh, how everybody interacts with Broderick Jones, and that includes, by the way, Dan Moore, uh, and, and it includes how is Kevin Dotson going to be working or yeah. learning from Isaac Salamalu. Uh These are now relationships that those two in particular have not had to manage. They've not had to do that. They they were the guys last year at their positions. Mm -hmm. They are no longer those guys. Uh, I'm going to be keeping an eye on that. See how you want, like you said, Moan. You want to see how everybody gets on. But for me, it's especially interesting at the very beginning. What are you doing to bring this extraordinary young man uh, into the fold? Yeah, you you know what I'm saying. there has to be an open arms concept. And yeah. uh, and I, I think that's where it's going to be with this group, man. If we see that, DK, then you absolutely got something for sure. We have uh, – apparently there's a whole lot of gift buying going on here that I'm kind of hey. I'm kind of missing out on here, including our man Bink the Batusai, who's been all over this today. He wants to remind everyone that you have to hit allow gifts so that you get the gifted memberships. You can't yeah. – they don't just – automatically fly into your account no they they don't they don't absolutely not at all man receive gifts that's awesome it's not even christmas man thank you ryan there's a mission at at hand here (laughs) to abandon the uncle table here our last word well now our second to last word for today comes from Tycho, who says that omar khan brought in veteran leadership and competition this offseason i am a fan 
I'm a fan of that too. Uh, to be competitive, you got to have a, a uber talented team. Like more than anything, like the veteran side of it, yes, it's very understandable. But to be able to have talent mixed into that, that's where you at. Like it's, it's uncomfortable watching this team being unsteady, win loss, win loss, win loss, just to get you know above 500. Uh, I, I think it was very strategic in how they went about it. I'm a fan of it. Our last for real question for the day comes from Mike Drop Sports, who says, Hey, Moan, what will be the most important thing that the team will or is trying to gain from OTAs? Is this more about uh, playbook work or study portion of the offseason? What is it that you're trying to get done, especially in the early? Because there are three different phases of OTAs. Contributions from the young guys. Screw what the older dudes is doing for the most part. If they got to drop whatever, really, DK, right? Where are the young guys? Like my year one to year two guys, where are they at today? I need to see them. I need to see them healthy. I need to see they condition and work their bodies this offseason. And then, of course, the rookies too. Were we right on what we saw? I need to be able to see that in this pro element. And, yes, there's going to be anxiety. And, yes, they're going to be nervous. But I need to be able to see JPJ mirror somebody. Give me one or two breakups in practice, right, DK? Let me see Broderick Jones get to the edge a little bit, all right? Let's see Darnell Washington just exist. Let's just see him stand there. Come on, man. (laughs) Like, that's – and there's one guy I'm going to charge again, DK, because I I think it's fair that we continually play this game. Well, two people, because they work hand-in-hand, by the way. Shout out I got Marvin Wallace Sr. again, man. (laughs) That is – Marvin is just constantly sending missives over – because he's become chairman of the uncle table and he refuses to leave. Matter of fact, I'm not even waiting to put the glasses on right now. Okay, Marvin, you too cool for me, man. I need you blinding me out here. I got to put these on now, dog. What are we doing, Marvin? My brother, oh, thank no. you. I'll say this though, right? Uh, two go- two dudes that are married together, and to, uh, as it stands, and that's Kenny Pickett and Matt Campbell. They're gonna get some backed ups. They're gonna get some two minute drills. They're going to get some end-of-the-half drills, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Uh, tight red zones. How are they with Kenny's development in this year, too? I don't know how much you report on, DK. I never really knew that, right, as far as reports and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. How, how much are they going to allow Kenny go down the field, no huddle that thing, and just let it rip, as he said on Ben's, uh, Ben's podcast, right? That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, the, the the answer to your question is the reporting is extremely limited from these events, just like it is in the regular season. Anything that happens on a practice field, we have to walk up to one of you players afterward and say, hey, that thing that we saw, did we actually see it? <laughs> I <laughs> and learned you, that. You, yeah, and you can either be the guy who says, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> or you can be the one who says, yes, you actually did see yeah. that. And so-and-so was, in fact, taking first-team reps. Yep. <laughs> yep you can't report on it unless i tell you so dk that's it that's that's exactly how it goes so to marvin wallace to everyone who bought subscriptions uh i'm sorry to bought memberships wait all this terminology i know right? uh, it's it's appreciated to say the least it is it's much appreciated by the way i see one from a non-member man at the bad uncle table it's like Come on, man. Let's not go that route. No on the JPJ. I actually like it. It sounds like JPP. That does not sound the same, Brian. 
Go back Ryan. to the uncle table. Yeah, and we're going to have Marvin take care of you over there. Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, here. You see now, Robert Bridges is saying, thank Uncle Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> That's thank it. Uncle Marvin. That's I it. I love it, man. I'll be at OTAs tomorrow. I'm uh, looking yeah. forward to sharing with you the observations that I've got from out there. Looking forward to having another one of these again tomorrow, Moan. No doubt about it, man. We'll see who else does a podcast, DK. Yeah, right. So I can get a comment from my guy Seven on top of it. How about that? Oh yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing what, wrong with that. What, what if I actually do have one already, man? Interesting. Well, yeah. we'll find out after we say goodbye to everybody. Peace. Bye bye. Is that fair? Is <laughs> yes. that good? You, you had Is to find good? some way to one-up it, right? I had to one-up it. I couldn't finish the show with sunglasses on, okay, and, uh, and not double up on the sunglasses, DK. That's <laughs> what, what we're doing here. Now, by the way, since you guys hung around after the outro here, there are people who get legitimately disturbed when Ramon and I disagree on something. I because it. I think they're used to watching like political TV that when the people who disagree with each other like legitimately hate each other yeah. and can never get along. Yeah. And they come on with their talking points. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And they yeah. can't possibly see eye to eye on anything. We're just talking football here. By the way, I'm going to go ahead and give you that nugget. There's a new news like it tomorrow. I told Ben I felt the same way he did. He was like, man, had a few guys text him the same exact thing. He's like, I believe any competitor feels that way. Yeah. Your which is what you said at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I said that. I ain't even this is I would show you the text message, but there's other stuff. But yeah, any competitor feels the exact same way. And it's just it's what it is, man. New news cycle tomorrow, DK. Yeah, see, that's what happens. You guys hang around past the outro and you get input from Ben Roethlisberger just there like that. Go. You know, what do you know, huh? I mean, and you get four eyes. Yeah, or whatever that is. <laughs> Got eyes in my forehead now. Yeah, yeah. I love it, DK. Right, Y'all guys, be good, man. Happy let's Monday. Do, let's do it tomorrow. No doubt.